want a little something we call the assistive technology hot corner the fastest growing assistive technology podcast ever now here are your hosts mike moat roger allen and ryan harvey well happy february everybody we welcome you into our assistive technology support group meeting for those of you who are listening to us on the podcast, you found us by searching for AT Hot Corner, and we are thankful that you have uh, joined us uh, live or if you're getting this on our podcast. And we're going to get Ryan Harvey, who is one of our team members, to tell you how you could do all that here in just a few minutes. But let me introduce the team. My name is Mike Moat. Uh, for those of you who are new to us, we're very laid back. For those of you who are live, you kind of figured that out because we've been talking a little bit before this meeting started. A lot of folks know each other. We've been a part of this group now for nearly four full years. It's hard to believe that four years have passed, but it's really good to have everybody here. And if you're joining us for the first time, this is where we get together in a very laid back uh, form to talk about assistive technology. Now we do have some subject matter things that we do talk about. So it's not just total chaos, but one of the things we've tried to do with this podcast is to make folks feel comfortable joining us to ask all kinds of questions, whatever questions you may have. We may uh, not know the answer myself or Ryan, but somebody on the team does and can give you some suggestions. So we're glad that you're here tonight. If you're listening to us uh, via the podcast, we thank you for joining us as well, and we hope you'll tell your friends about us. Tonight, we've got updates for JAWS, updates for iOS. Everything iOS got updated on Monday of this week, and we'll talk about that. What type of issues may you have with these updates? Braille is a problem. We're going to discuss that a little bit. Not necessarily sure I have solutions for you, but I can tell you that the struggle is real for some of us Braille display users. And so we'll talk about that. Also with JAWS, we have a new release for 23 of new build, and we're going to talk about some of the new features uh, that uh, come with that one in particular that I think you're going to find pretty interesting if you use WhatsApp. And uh, really excited about that for those who are interested in wanting to use it on the PC. For a long time, it's been available on your smartphone, and it's worked really well. Well, now it's coming to the PC, and we'll talk about that uh, in just a little bit. As I said, my name's Mike Moat. The rest of the team, Ryan Harvey is our webmaster, and Roger Allen does our recording and takes care of a lot of our audio technical stuff, and he does a wonderful job with that. He records our stuff, and he uh, plays a lot of stuff for us as well, a lot of different features that he can offer from his side, and we appreciate all that they do. And I'm going to let Ryan, I'm going to introduce him to you and let him tell you how you can get on our mailing list, how you can send us messages throughout the course of the weeks leading up to our once-a-month podcast slash live meetings and ryan i appreciate you joining us tonight as always hope you're doing well let folks know how they can reach us my friend you can get in contact uh, with us in a number of ways number one you can visit our website athotcorner.com that's a-t-h-o-t-c-o-r-n-e-r.com for the spelling challenged click on the contact us page and there you will find two unique options. Number one is you can sign into your Google account. There's a Google form embedded at the top of that page, which will show you exactly uh, how to put your name into the distribution list where you will receive 
email communications from the team when we are about to go live, either the day before or the day of our next live Zoom meeting and or live broadcast. You can also further down the page, scroll down and you'll see the email addresses for each and every one of our team members. And they do follow a first dot last naming convention. So you can feel free to check that out as well. Any of our hosts, we don't have spam filtering or we we do have some, some sort of spam filtering, but we don't have any sort of blockers on our emails. You can get in contact with each one of us directly using those emails. Feel free. And also for those of you joining us live, Google, Apple, Amazon, and Spotify are where you can go get our free podcast. Doesn't cost you anything. And if you're using Downcast, or I'm thinking there's a few other podcatchers out there that may be using the Apple podcast directory. If so, we'll be on those as well. Uh, If so, let me know where you're picking us up, if not any of those mentioned. And now let's go back to Mike for... News headlines. All right, Ryan. Hope I wasn't distracting you with uh, what I was setting up. Did you hear any of that audio I was playing a while ago? I hope not. I didn't because you were muted. Good. Good. I figured hopefully that would work. So we do have some information. And of course, a guy who normally joins us for these meetings is not with us tonight. Israel Zarita is one of my dear friends, and he's been helping with this uh, uh, assistive technology support group for the last couple of years. Uh and he's been a very big part of it. But as you, some of you know, uh, he has uh, been dealing with a lot of uh, uh, personal things. And we have an update from him. I thought the group would be interested in hearing from him this month. And I asked him to record a, a bit of an update on what's been going on. For those who don't know, uh, his wife um, suffered a brain aneurysm in January. And uh, things have been very interesting as you can imagine but things are improving dramatically and i'm going to let him tell that story while we're together uh, before this meeting is over and i really hope that you'll stick around for that because i think you'll find what he has to say very uh, inspirational Uh, but we're thinking about him his entire family uh, as we do this podcast and hopefully he'll be able to join us very soon and i'm really excited to hear his update tonight and i think you guys will be too so as we get started, um, I want to go through a few updates that we mentioned here at the top of the show. Uh, as we start today, this is the 15th of February as we're doing this show live for everyone. So today, JAWS released the new update for 2023, the version JAWS 2023. And that means anyone who has either the annual license or the perpetual license, which is a professional one, you, you and you have uh, version 2023, you're eligible for this update. This is a build. Uh, they did one in December. This is one for February, and they're getting to the point where they're doing uh, these just about every other month. And so this one came out today or yesterday, depending on when it rolled out to you. But as I said, the biggest um update the biggest thing that we can tell you about it is that they now offer some scripts for whatsapp and for those of you who don't know what that is it's a social media it's kind of like facebook uh messenger uh you can actually chat with audio make fo- uh, calls and you don't necessarily have to have a phone service to do so uh, although it does utilize a phone number but it doesn't necessarily have to be yours so 
it is a really neat app and you can send messages. You can send, uh, uh, I'm a member of one group and I uh, know a lot of folks who use it, who are blind, uh, find it uh, really fun to enjoy it with a lot of different groups and things that they're affiliated with. So it's, it's a great way uh, to chat and it's very good quality audio. Um, you can't really beat that. So uh, it is uh, available now on the smartphones. It's been that way for a while, but now uh, the application is available through the windows app store. You can put it on your computer and now jaws has some scripts that do support it. So that's definitely good news. That's one of the big updates. They've also made some adjustments with respect to notifications and rules. You can actually organize the rules that you want uh, to go first. So jaws uh, is handling that a little bit better. You can read all of this in the enhancement section in JAWS 2023. They've also made some adjustments with Google Docs and also with PowerPoint and a few other uh, noteworthy things like that. And I won't hit everything because some people don't use certain things and some people do, but it's a good update. I will also tell you, if you're not using 2023 yet, one of my favorite additions for JAWS 2023 continues to be the smart glance feature. This is one of those things that has been needed for a while. And the engineers at Freedom Scientific have done a really good job of identifying when there is a change, notable change, noticeable change with either font, text size, or whatever. And so they call, they call it smart glance. This comes in really handy when you're filling out a form. I've seen it work really well when you're on a page that has a lot of information that's pretty busy and there are font changes or things that are very significant. JAWS will pick that up. That, that's just one example of the things that Smart Glance will allow you to see. If it's not necessarily marked up the way that it should be on a web page, Smart Glance may allow you to get to it a little quicker. So I encourage you to try that out. And the way you do that is to press the letter Y to see all of the smart glance features, all of the different things that's being picked up. And of course, shift Y will uh, reverse you back to uh, a previous uh, smart glance uh, feature. So it'll, it'll tell you when it loads a page, how many smart glance items it picks up very much the same as it does with headings, links, and et cetera on a page. I think you'll really enjoy that. Uh, also, I want to mention that iOS got updates for the watch, the phone, the iPads, the TVs, and even the smart pods uh, this week. Unfortunately, not a whole lot of accessibility features were addressed uh, or bugs, if you will, addressed or, or resolved. And we continue to see issues with Braille displays, and I really think we have stepped back a ways in terms of Braille support on the Apple devices. Uh, that's an unfortunate thing, uh, particularly with the iPhones, because I've noticed in, in the last couple of releases, uh, 16.3 and 16.3.1 in particular, 
the Braille display will become either unresponsive or disconnect entirely from your phone. And so that is happening to me. Uh, I have had to reconnect my Mantis on several occasions by just refreshing the connections, which is frustrating because you're really wanting to, you know, do a lot of work. And sometimes you're typing away and sometimes you see what you're typing and sometimes you don't. And sometimes it actually acts as a keyboard, but you don't see the Braille. So there's a lot that needs to be done to improve Braille. And I suspect that we'll get it right, right before version 17 of iOS is released, because that seems to be what always happens. Um, so I would be be wary of that if you're a Braille display user. And if you are, you probably have experienced this mess. And it's just it's just not fun. It's just not fun. Uh, and I hate it uh, because for so long, we did so well with Apple. Uh, I understand that the Android devices are also having fun, particularly with some models and some newer versions of the Android platform. I don't know if that's universal as far as, uh, you know, all models of phones or devices, but I do know, I know some folks have really had their frustrations. So it's not fun to have uh, those problems. And it seems to be expanding to all of the devices, whether it be Android or Apple. Braille users are having a problem, uh, struggles right now. And I really hope that uh, those of us who have those issues will report them to Apple and to Android and see if they will not hear us because it seems like we're the last ones they think about sometimes when it comes to uh, the problems. They don't get fixed as easily or as quickly. I'm not going to sit here and say that it makes your phone totally inaccessible. That's not true. But if you are just a Braille user, it could very well cause a lot of issues. But if you have, so if you're a hearing impaired, I, I, it's tough. It's tough right now. So that's the news there that I wished I didn't have to give you, but that is, that is indeed the case. Um, on to more, uh, pleasant <laughs> information, I guess you might say. One of the things I wanted to go through and show you tonight, and we do this, and then we'll open it up for questions and, and uh, let folks uh, participate here in just a few minutes. Uh, but a couple of things I wanted to just bring to your attention, and we kind of do some, uh, if you're new to the show, we usually talk about uh, one or two things that are uh, with respect to JAWS and things you can do with JAWS or an Apple device or whatever. Tonight, it's going to be a JAWS thing, uh, and that's going to be handling a situation when JAWS does the unthinkable. Now, for those of you who love Freedom Scientific's webinars, they're going to do one like this tomorrow, and this is a total coincidence. Uh, I don't know what they're going to talk about. I know they've got some things they're going to cover tomorrow, but I'm going to cover some things that I have uh, run into over my career of using JAWS. And what do I do when the JAWS just doesn't respond? What are you What are you going to do when you need speech, but you don't have it? What are some things you can do if you don't, if JAWS is not performing the way that it should? This is not a matter of if it happens. It's a matter of when it happens. What do we do in that situation? I've got a few tips that I thought I would share, and this won't take very long, and then I'm going to let Ryan do a, 
uh, kind of an addendum to what he was talking about in last month's meeting regarding Microsoft Teams. So, Ryan, get ready, and then we're going to hear a message from Israel. Uh, the best thing I can say is be prepared. There's a couple things that I would suggest. Number one, know how to don't panic when this happens. Well, don't don't panic when you lose speech from Jaws. Windows has its own built-in screen reader that we know and love. It's called Narrator. And that is usually my first go-to when I lose speech. I want to know what happened. Sometimes JAWS will automatically shut down and restart itself. But if that doesn't happen within about a minute to two minutes for me, I start immediately trying to get Narrator to come up and just see where where we are on the screen if anything has happened. So for those of you who don't know how to make narrator start automatically with a keystroke, I'm going to give you a keystroke tonight. And it's one that uh, you should become pretty familiar with because it's going to help you. And that is windows control enter. And when you do that, and I just did starting narrator, you're going to hear narrator dialogue. And now that I have JAWS running, it's going to give me, it's going to tell me another program is keeping the touch functions from working. So I'm going to press space on the close button, but I'm hearing both narrator and JAWS. But if JAWS had stopped working, I would only be hearing narrator. So now at this point, I'm going to stop narrator. Exiting narrator. And I'm actually going to unload JAWS here just to can, just to prove a point. Hope I don't regret this, but here we go. Narrator is on. Now. Starting narrator. Now I can get to the desktop. D, Google Chrome. With Windows D, because that's not a JAWS command. That's that's a Windows command. So I pressed Windows plus the letter D to get to the desktop. And now I can go find JAWS. JAWS 2022. JAWS like JAWS 2023. And then restart it from there if I want to. However, if I don't have JAWS on my desktop and I only have it in my task tray, I can simply press Windows plus the letter R. I'll do that now. R. Run. Run dialog. Open. JAWS 2023. I can type that because it happens to be in my run dialog already, but I could just type JAWS. S2023. The version number. So if you're running 2023 like I am, you would run this. And I'll press enter here. Text. Desktop list. JAWS 2023, 33 of 14, taskbar, pane, desktop list, JAWS 2023, 33 of 49. I have Lisi as well. Now I'm going to close narrator by pressing the same keystroke that I used to launch it. Windows, control, narrator. And now narrator closed. So that's one way to restore JAWS. Another thing you can do, if you're a Braille user, you can always see what's going on in your Braille display. And sometimes that's very, very helpful because if JAWS stops working, two things are going to, one of two things will happen. One, the very last thing that JAWS read will just be stuck there. It won't come off the screen. That tells you that your Braille display has lost communication with JAWS somehow. So another, in order to fix that, you got to address why JAWS has stopped functioning. And very rarely 
the Braille display will do it and JAWS will still be running and the Braille display will lose contact. That doesn't happen very often, but sometimes it does, especially if you're using it Bluetooth. But for the most part, that's a good indicator. You can also, let's say JAWS is running. It's running okay, but it's not giving you the performance that you're hoping that it'll give you. Uh, in other words, it's not reading the things the, the the way that it should. You're not getting all the information you want. And a great example of this that I can provide you is in Outlook. Sometimes JAWS will just absolutely not want to work the way it should using Microsoft Outlook. And so it won't read the message. All it'll say, it, it won't read the 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 field. It'll say to activate, press spacebar, to activate, press spacebar. So if JAWS is doing that, here's another keystroke to reset JAWS and to basically uh, not necessarily unload it from your system, although you certainly could with insert F4 and then run it again. You could press insert space, and I'm going to do that now, and you hear the little click sound, and now you can press the F4 key. What happens when you do that is JAWS unloads and then automatically reloads itself. It's going to do it in just a moment. And there you go. And you're hearing JAWS say Lisi 8.09. I happen to have Lisi that uh, has been purchased. And if you have not investigated Lisi, I would invite you to do so. It's a very good product from Brian Hartson. Uh, Won't go into that. I won't go down that that path right now, but maybe down the road in a future uh, podcast, we will. So JAWS just restarted for me. So I got a fresh, it's it's like refreshing a web page. It's just a different keystroke. That is another thing. So I've basically given you about three or four different ways to handle a situation. If JAWS starts to act up and starts to malfunction. And once again, I say, it's not a matter of if it happens, it's a matter of when it happens. We all, Anyone who's used JAWS for any length of time knows uh, that sometimes it does not work the way you want it to, and it's very frustrating if you're in the middle of trying to do something. But these are some things that has been built into JAWS that really makes it a little bit easier to deal with. Back in the day, a lot of times the computer, would you'd stop hearing speech, you wouldn't know where you were, you didn't have narrator, and you had to end up rebooting the system or grabbing sighted assistance. And that's tough because a lot of times sighted assistance is not available. So these are some things to think about. Uh, if you encounter this ever, uh, this sounds very simplistic, but I think sometimes people forget what is available and what's available at our, at our fingertips. I would also recommend for those who are power users of a computer and you use it every day, it's not a bad idea to know a little bit about utilizing narrator or utilizing an alternate screen reader like NVDA. NVDA is free. They do take donations. I encourage you to donate to their cause because they do a wonderful job. It's a free screen reader, and it can't be free uh, without some folks making donations. There's a lot of hardworking engineers that work on that. But you can download that and have that as a backup in case JAWS is just not working. And at the very least, Narrator can get you to a point where you can restart your computer and start all over if that's what's deemed necessary. 
And NVDA is a pretty powerful screen reader in its own right. It does a really good job, and a lot of folks even prefer it. Um, so those are some other alternatives as well. JAWS, I bet you don't hear that on their webinar tomorrow, but that is one thing that you can definitely utilize. So those are some quick tips about using JAWS and doing some things about what what can you do, how can you handle when JAWS doesn't exactly play nice. And it again, it happens. It's not you know that's what happens when you use computers. Things are going to malfunction. I would also go through one other bit of information. This is not necessarily uh, about JAWS, although it does apply to JAWS, but if you're utilizing Tandem, this can really be helpful. Or if you have a program that just isn't working right, like Outlook, for example. I've had a lot of issues with Outlook lately. Uh, but like if I close my email out, it won't ever, it won't come back up. Uh, I have to go into the task manager and close an Outlook uh, task before it'll actually run again. So if you need to get into the task manager quickly and close JAWS or close Outlook or close anything that's running that's causing a problem, the keystroke to use and the keystroke to know for that is Control-Shift-Escape. That is a quick way to get to the task manager. Now, some folks would teach Control-Alt-Delete and go down to the task manager, and that's a, that's one way to do it. But the uh, quicker way and a more efficient way because it goes straight into the task manager without you having to actually press a couple of keys and then go down and find what you're looking for. This goes straight to it. It is control shift escape. And when you do that, the task manager comes up and you're in a list of processes and programs that are open. And then you can find what you're looking for by first letter navigation and close it. And that also keeps you from having to restart your computer. A lot of times you're in a position where you can't restart your computer, such as a Zoom meeting like we're in now. If I had to restart my computer, it would be a real inconvenience. So there's a lot of things I like to try to do before restarting the machine. Hope you found this helpful. I'm going to flip it over to Ryan and uh, let you, uh, Ryan, if you don't mind, you were wanting to uh, do a quick update on Teams, different versions and things like that. Yes. Uh, kind of. uh Piggyback off what we have done in the last couple of months, I believe it was November's uh, podcast where we went through and did a very uh, basic overview of the Teams program. Last month, Ryan did a Teams on the web demonstration, which was fantastic. Uh, you can go find those on our uh, archives and listen to those if you're interested. Those were really well done. And uh, so we're going to do that, and then we're going to hear from Israel and get an update on what's going on. And I really want you to stick around. I think you'll be very inspired by what Israel has to say. I have not edited anything he said. It's all his uh, what he wanted to say tonight. So we're going to do that. But first, Ryan, tell us a little bit about this Teams thing you uh, that uh, we've been talking about. Uh, yes, sir. There are, in fact, two versions of Microsoft Teams, and you're probably going to say, what are you talking about? When you go to the Microsoft store for your teams to try to get the Windows desktop app, or if you just go to teams.microsoft.com and sign in with your personal account or the, the new version of Windows 11 that has teams baked into it, most likely will be giving you the 
personal version of Microsoft Teams. And when you attempt to sign in to your Microsoft account, now, ideally, you're going to want to sign in with your organizations. For those of you that have organizational accounts that are linked to Microsoft 365 and have your Teams that way. And you're going to sign in using the personal version or the version you got from the Microsoft Store. You're going to encounter a message that says you can't sign in here. Use a personal account instead. And when you do that, there are only three tabs that you can find in the app bar. I believe it's activity, chat, and calendar are listed there. Now, um, the uh, the way to get around that, you've got a personal version of Microsoft Teams and you need that organizational version. According to a Microsoft tech article or a tech support forum that I discovered online, you need the one that came with your M365 or your Microsoft Office 365, which is done by your organization. So all you need to do is go to your organization, whichever browser you use for your organization's apps that are linked to Microsoft, sign in with that organization's Microsoft account, and then go to teams.microsoft.com. You'll see a pop-up modal showing you a link to get the Windows app, or it'll be in your settings, however you want to navigate to that. But once you click that, you'll be sent to the Microsoft Store again, and you can download the correct version of Microsoft Teams, and you'll be able to see exactly all of the features that we described in our previous broadcast, where it has the chat feature and your teams and channels that you interact with on your uh, on your company time on your company contacts hope that explains a little bit for those of you who may be struggling to find the correct version of microsoft teams and now back to mike with the uh, update from israel Audio now unmuted. all right ryan thank you very much I have to remember to unmute before i start talking um I would also say that the desktop app of Teams and the web for t the Teams on the web uh, work pretty well, um, both in the, in their own right. But I would also recommend for those of you who uh, know we've talked about this before, there's some really cool scripts that have been provided free of charge by a guy by the name of Doug Lee. He does some incredible work, uh, both professionally and privately. Uh, and he has been gracious enough to put his uh, a version of his team's scripts online for you to download free of charge. You can go to dlee.org, D-L-E-E dot O-R-G, uh, and find those. He's got scripts for a lot of other programs as well up there. And it makes teams a lot easier. Uh, there's some There's some really cool things that he's done with those. Uh, I also know that Brian Hartchin has a team's training class coming up real soon that you may want to go to his website and, and check out as well. Uh, that is a paid uh, course and I plan to be a student. Uh, Got to remember to sign up though. A lot going on in our world, as we have said uh, at the beginning of our, uh, our show this evening, 
we mentioned that Israel continues to be out and not be with us because he's dealing with some family stuff. But he did, at my request, I, I asked if he wouldn't mind giving uh, uh, our folks an update. A lot of you guys know him and know the the great work that he does. One of my favorite uh, guys that on uh, on this team because his knowledge. We have a lot of great knowledge on this team. Everybody knows so much, and they make my job so much easier. From Roger to Ryan to him, they make me a whole lot better at what I do. Uh, Roger is probably one of the great experts in audio, how things should sound. Uh, if you have a question about that, he is your guy. And so later here in just a few minutes, we'll open up the floor. And if you'll have a question about that, he'd be happy to answer it. But you could also hit him up on our contact page. Because man, he's he's one of the best. Israel's a very smart assistive technology person. He's in that business, but he's his family has been dealing with some uh, tragedy to triumph story, and uh, want to let him tell it in case you guys have not heard. Uh, it's really a good story, so I'm going to let uh, this play, and then we will open it up for questions. But this is a message that I received from Israel earlier today. And guys, Roger and Ryan, if you guys can't hear it, let me know somehow so that I can uh, address that. But we're going to start that now, and uh, hope you guys enjoy this. Hello again, everybody. This is Israel, co-host of the AT Hot Corner podcast, along with Mike, Roger, and Ryan. I want to thank you guys for supporting the cast and for supporting Mike and the team as they continue to bring the assistive technology news of the day. I haven't been on the show and I probably won't be on the show for some time as um, if you do not know already, um, uh, my wife, Leah, suffered a ruptured brain aneurysm on Thursday, January 5th. And um, we were currently in the process of moving out of the city of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, We were going to be moving to Louisville, Kentucky as I'd recently accepted a position at the American Printing House for the Blind. Um, This has obviously been a very challenging time for my family and I. Um, We've gone through traumatic experiences, but we've also seen and witnessed personally the power of faith and prayer and the power of miracles that still happen even in 2023. I won't go into all of the stories and all of the things that have happened. Um, There'll be a time for that later. Uh, But I will tell you guys that uh, my wife was not expected to survive the first 24 hours. Once she was put into a deep coma, her neurologist did not expect her to wake up. Once the sedation medication was completed, she did not wake up for two days, two and a half days, nearly three days. Her neurologist came to me once again and told me that there was nothing medically that could be done for Leah, that we would have to transition to end-of-life care. Obviously, going through that process as a husband, a father, is something that I don't wish on anyone. It was traumatic. It was painful. 
But again, we have witnessed the power of prayer and the power of miracles. Uh, with all due respect to any variation of religious belief, or for those of you out there that are not believers, with all due respect to you as well, we did witness a miracle take place in my wife's life. Two days after I was told that we would start transitioning into end-of-life care, my family and I went to Leah's bedside and we prayed together, we sang together. And the only left, the only thing left for us to do was to put our trust in God. Our family is Christian, Leah and I are Christian, and we placed our trust in the Lord. Um, the very next day, the business of that day, this was January 24th, that Tuesday. The business of that day was to plan my wife's funeral since we did not expect her to survive since we were going to start end of life care that very week. That day at breakfast, I received the call from the hospital where my wife was at in ICU. And naturally, my heart sank. I, I expected to hear the worst. I expected to hear that my wife was gone. And uh, when I picked up the nurse, the ICU nurse could barely contain her own excitement. She told me, she told me that my wife's eyes had opened and that she was awake. This is less than 24 hours since our very last thing that we thought to do. Not that we hadn't been doing this since this started, but less than 24 hours since our very last straw was relying on our faith. Less than 24 hours since then, my wife opened her eyes for the first time since this occurred. Again, there is a lot of details and a lot of stories that, that I'd love to share with you all, but we'd run out of time. But we have been on the mend since then. It has been 22 days since my wife woke up. And since then, we have made progress on a daily basis. My wife is now starting physical therapy and occupational therapy. Uh, we are working on weaning her off the ventilator. She is able to breathe longer and longer periods of time by herself which is a step in the right direction, of course, as we seek to recover from, from this experience. And yesterday, my wife had her very first speech therapy session. Um, it's going to be a long, long road yet. But as a man, as a husband, as a father, 
to hear that your wife is not going to make it. A lot of things go through your mind. A lot of things went through my mind. Obviously, number one being my wife. But our child as well. We have a one-year-old daughter, Chloe Ann, which, by the way, today is her 14-month. She's officially one year and two months old today. So many things went through my mind. And it was pain on a scale that I can't even begin to describe. But being where we started nearly six weeks ago to where we are now, to me, has been nothing short of a miracle. Again, I would love to share the individual stories the things that occurred, how it happened. And there might be time for that at some point. Um, but we have witnessed the power of prayer. And I want to thank everyone who stepped up to support my family and I through this terrible Terrible storm that came upon us out of nowhere. Um, we seemingly had everything going for us. We had momentum. We were excited. We were looking forward to a career change, a city change, um, change in scenery, change in weather a little bit. And then it all comes crashing down. Um, fortunately, my new employer has been gracious enough to allow me to work remotely as long as I need to. And I want to thank them for that. I want to thank Mike and the team here at AT Hot Corner for their support and their prayers uh, and their advice and their wisdom through this time for me. Uh, so many people to thank, so many people to thank that have done so much for my family and I. And I can't name each person individually because I'm sure I'd forget someone or leave someone out. And I don't want to do that. But there will be time for that. And I will probably start a separate podcast just to chronicle the events and to chronicle our, our experiences through all of this and um, and eventually the guest of honor will join us and the guest of honor is my beautiful lovely wife Leah I thank you all from the bottom of my heart for the support and I ask that you continue to support AT Hot Corner, tell your friends, grow this project. Sometimes personal tragedies happen, um, and we understand that. Life happens. But our aim as a team is to continue to share our professional growth and experience with the larger blind community 
in the hope of inspiring the next generation of blind professionals. And that continues to be our goal, despite personal tragedy. Uh, again, please support us. Uh, if you're on Apple, leave us a review on the podcast. We're on Apple, we're on Google Play, we're on Amazon. I want to thank Mr. Ryan Harvey for that, our webmaster extraordinaire. Uh, Roger and Mike, thank you guys um, for giving me the platform on tonight's show to discuss my personal life and to share with the blind community some of the struggles that we have gone through so far this year. I look forward to joining you guys again live here very soon. My wife is on the mend. We are working very hard. Um to rehab her it's going to be a long process but again we witnessed miracles before i'm confident that we'll witness miracles again thank you all for the time thank you for lending me your ear and again please share the podcast share the show with uh, your friends co-workers colleagues especially if they're blind if you know any kids um, teenagers that are interested in doing internships or working and they have they have questions that only other blind professionals can answer we don't pretend to know it all in fact i'll be the first to confess we don't or at least i don't maybe michael roger do i know the one that actually does know everything is ryan harvey just kidding mr ryan <laughs> just ribbing you taking the opportunity that you can't you, that, that you can't rib me back right now so i'll take advantage of it but uh, thanks again, everybody, for lending me your ear and for praying for my family and I. This is Israel. And on behalf of our family, myself, my wife, Leah, our dogs, Floyd, Yacht, and our baby girl, Chloe Ann, we want to thank each and every one of you for supporting us. God bless. Thanks, Israel. And uh, so glad that uh, we could play that for you. I know it's a little different. We're not just talking about assistive technology with that. But, man, what a story that is and what it continues to be. And if you would like to reach out to Israel, uh, send us some information. You can do it through our contact page. And, Ryan, I want you, before we stop the recording, to once again tell folks how they can reach us individually or collectively uh on yes. this, this uh particular podcast we would love to hear from you and uh, uh so go ahead and tell folks uh, how to do that and then we'll open the floor for questions and comments you still want to hear from me in my big mouth okay yes uh, i do athotcorner.com <laughs> <laughs> and you can email israel directly israel.cazares at athotcorner.com i-s-r-a-e-l dot c-a-z-a-r-e-s at athotcorner.com also now we're talking about the podcast my friend i just did a check here on apple podcast and put in assistive technology in the search results to see what would come up folks we are number eight in the search results for assistive technology in Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we can do better than that. Let's move that up. We can do better than that. Yep, exactly. So uh, find us, search for us. We are, you will uh, ask your smart device to play the latest episode of assistive technology hot corner, and you will hear 
this one, or you can go to a previous one. Uh, there's a lot of ways you can do that. I'm sorry, Ryan, I didn't uh, stop you from, uh, I didn't want to interrupt you there, but uh, hey, I want us to do I a was, little better. I want I us was to getting excited, up. man. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. You, you got to No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just, just doing a little dry bar comedy, you know, comic relief. Yeah. yeah. Not a problem. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Um, so yeah, please reach out to us at athotcorner.com. You can find all of our email addresses there, uh, bios on the staff, uh, myself, Roger, Ryan, and find out all you want to know about us and be able to send us direct messages if you would like. So with that, we're going to stop the recording and thank everybody for joining us on the podcast. We do have a Q and a session coming. We do not record those because we don't. We uh, respect people's privacy. Some folks don't want to be recorded, so we don't want anybody to do that or have to worry about that. But we want to thank you guys for joining us. We will be with you again. Normally, the AT Hot Corner happens on the third Wednesday of the month. Next month, we will move it to the fourth Wednesday of the month due to travel and other obligations that uh, (sighs) I have and uh, don't want to put... an extra strain on anybody else. So we're going to move it to the fourth Wednesday. So that'll be March 22nd, March 22nd for the live uh, uh, version of this. And of course you can find it on the archives. So be sure and join us at 7 PM Eastern March 22nd. Uh, We'll have it here on zoom. And uh, we'll also have that stored a little bit later. Again, my thanks to Ryan Harvey, uh, Roger Allen for recording us, making us sound good. And for Israel Zarita, because that is Zarita, uh, who joined us just a few moments ago. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next month. For more great content, please like, subscribe, and share. Visit us online at athotcorner.com and download our show to your smartphone or computer wherever you get your podcasts. You can also email each of our hosts directly using the Contact Us page on our website. Once again, that's athotcorner.com. A-T-H-O-T-C-O-R-N-E-R dot com. Thank you for listening and join us next time in the Assistive Technology Hot Corner.